All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning into this episode. Today we have Anna Wasserman, who is the founder and executive director of Onco Ballet. So Anna, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it and excited to learn more about what you're doing and dive into it. So um, thanks for your time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Joseph. I'm happy to be here. All right. So before we get into all the details, we like to start with a mission statement. So what is the mission of Onco Ballet? Yes. In short, the mission of the Onco Ballet Foundation is to provide Onco Ballet classes free of charge to anybody who is facing cancer. And we do this because, as everybody knows, ball or, uh, cancer is actually very expensive. And that's just something we don't want people to do and make it a issue for them to pay for a ballet class. So we have decided and why we started the nonprofit was to provide classes free of charge so that anybody taking this Onco Ballet class can help get back in touch with their bodies through ballet movement. Oh, uh, we'll get into the deets of that. Before we do, why you? Why is this something? What's your origin story of, of wanting to found this organization? Great question. I am actually a two-time young breast cancer survivor, meaning I was diagnosed both times before I turned 30, actually. Mm. And so cancer for me was just something that I spent, you know, the later part of my 20s and early 30s just battling and, and dealing with. And I actually am also a former professional ballet dancer. And I had turned back to ballet actually right before my second diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And when I went back to the ballet bar and was dealing with this re-diagnosis, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to dance again. This is, I, I can't believe it. I finally get back to this thing that has been such a huge part of my life. And now I'm diagnosed with cancer again. Like, oh my gosh, it was like the, this like Jeez. devastating moment. Yeah. And it was, I met an actual, another cancer survivor and she was telling me how she actually danced through her cancer treatment and whether that was just a little bit of a, a bar at home, or maybe it was just even from her hospital bed, like, you know, doing the movements with her hands or something to feel like she was still herself. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. I wonder if I could dance through my my treatment this time. And and I did. I actually, I wow. still would go to class when, when I felt good. There were, my treatment was spread out every three weeks. So, you know, by the end of week three, you usually feel pretty good. And that's when I could do a full class. Um, but in between all of that, I would modify things. I would give myself bar at home. I'd, I'd do just little things that made me feel good. And as I was taking these classes towards the end and kind of middle of my treatment, I was like, I wonder if this would be helpful for anybody else. Um, ballet is such a beautiful art form that I think doesn't get shared enough. And I just decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be that person. I want to start sharing this with people and especially the cancer community to see, is this helpful along someone's maybe healing journey or is this helpful in expressing things? And I had, I was listening to a podcast and there was this quote about how words themselves cannot express everything we want to express in like the human language just isn't enough for that. And I just remember being like, but I feel like dance gets you almost to that next level where you're really just expressing things that maybe I could never put into words. Mm. And so I was like, wow, this would be a great outlet for anybody who wants to just maybe express through movement what they're going through. And that's kind of my like my big why was how do I help people learn something new, which is something when you're diagnosed with cancer at any age, you're like, my life is short. I want to learn something new. I want to try something I always wanted to. And ballet is one of those things that I think so many people think they could never do or someone somewhere told them when they were young that they could never be a ballerina. Yeah. yeah. So this kind of brings in that like, 
oh, aha, you can still do ballet in your in your older years or past your teenage years, and you can still enjoy it and use it as a way to kind of just get back into your body to express yourself and to help you heal. Um, so that's kind of my why. And I just, I've always been passionate about ballet. I did it from a really young age until I was um, early twenties. And then some injuries made me stop my professional career. Um, but it was like, how do I kind of bring in everything? And I, I also was inspired by, there's this term called ikigai in the Japanese language, which means it's um, something you're good at, something you can help people with, something you can make a living on, and something that um, you're, I think, gives back to the world. And yeah. I probably did a terrible job just explaining no, no, no. that. Yeah. But that was, that was kind of my inspiration, too, where I was like, what, am, what is this for me? And ever since I kind of found that, it was like this aha moment of, oh, my gosh, yes, I can share this with people. And I can share people that understand what that cancer experience is like and share this gift of ballet that I've spent my whole life focused on. So long story short, that's, that's my kind of why for Onco Ballet and, and how this all got started. Too. Wow. wow. That's an awesome story. Um, and amazing the work that you're doing. Uh, I, I can't imagine what it, what would it, what it be like mentally and physically to go through what you and a lot of the people and women that you're working with go through. Uh, but one of your, part of your mission statement is to reconnect with your body. I feel like why, my immediate reaction would be like, if I'm feeling like crap all the time, why would I want to connect with my, why not like find something that doesn't make me think about my body? So I'd love to hear, um, the, the power of that reconnection and why you should kind of go towards that reconnection versus away from it and try to find things that just distract you from whatever you're feeling. Yeah. That's a, that's, I love that question. <laughs> um, because it's funny during my first diagnosis, I actually probably did exactly what you're saying. You're like, I, I don't want to be in tune with my body. I don't want to be there. Um, and it's funny this time around, maybe because it was my second time and because I knew, you know, there's so many days where I laid on the couch and was just not feeling great yeah. in myself and didn't feel like myself. But something that happens when you go through cancer is you're just so disconnected from your body. It's like almost like it's it, it feels like your body's failing you and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know whose body I'm living in anymore. And what I really found was helpful for me was when I, of course, you always need time. Like people will, I think, approach this at different times whenever right. they're ready. And it's like when you're ready, there aren't really those programs to fully help you just get back in tune or do something new that you like. And for me, it was kind of how do you help like with just movement and visualization and maybe like someone's not to that even for myself, I wasn't at that peak level of doing ballet anymore and still am not, <laughs> but how can I slowly move up there? And tuning back in is really what helped me, not just with dance, but just help me feel like myself again. And I think it's really that tuning in helps you kind of process some of those traumas that came up from being in the hospital, from going through treatment. And, and for me, that was something that really just helped me work through a lot of the, the things I was holding on to. Like from my first treatment to my second treatment, I, it was really hard for me to go back in and, and be in that chemo chair again. Yeah. and moving and expressing myself actually just helped me work through some of those things. So by tuning in, I was able to kind of deal with some of those out, yeah. outer things that were going on around. Yeah. Me. 
it sounds like you're almost confronting whatever being was controlling your body and your in, in, in your head like the original point and 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 because i feel like that confrontation might give you control make you feel like you control a little bit more what's happening to you right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah it makes you feel that sense of control which with cancer you you lose yeah. all control and i yeah. know that's it's hard and i'm i'm very much like i love i love to be like in control of what's yeah, going on yeah. and when you're dealing with cancer you don't have that you don't have that control over your own life anymore yeah. and so it's how do you bring that back or give yourself that sense of control and helping your body through something and moving i found was just helpful in me feeling like oh okay i'm doing something i'm doing something yeah. for myself that i can control and it gives me an hour of my day or however long it was where none of that matters anymore what matters is moving my body in this present moment and how my body is feeling at that time. Awesome. Well, your organization is pretty new compared to some other ones, right? So I'd love to hear the original origin story and then maybe what were some of the programs that you did initially where you're like, well, there's something here. Maybe we should make this a thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, right. Well, so the origin story definitely ties back into, I think, everything we just talked about, about yeah. how I kind of found ballet healing for myself and how I was like, wonder what we could do here. What really kicked it off was I um, one of the support groups I was part of at Hogue Hospital here in Newport Beach and Irvine. Um, they I was just talking with one of the social workers and I was like, has anyone ever done like ballet? Like I was curious after I kind of had this little thought in my head, I was like, I wonder if anyone's done this before. Could I share this? And then I was like, I'd be happy to just teach a class and see what happens. And they were like, yeah, let me put you in touch with another person in the cancer center. And I did. And they were like, well, why don't you come teach us at our survivorship symposium? Like it's a big symposium we do every year where they do art therapy, sound healing, yoga, kind of just a whole day of just giving people a little little retreat from what's going on around them. And I was like, sure, I'll teach this. And I, I spent months kind of planning and thinking, <laughs> okay, I have, you know, less than an hour, like 45 minutes with everybody in this room. And I didn't know how big it was or not. And I just put together what I thought would be a, a one, a fun class, like engaging. Yeah. Cause if you're with people, you're like, okay, I'm not going to bore them with some of the very technical details. Right. But how do you make it like in inclusive and also make people feel like, Oh, I could learn ballet. And so breaking it down to that very, very basic level of how do you hold your hands? How do you point your foot? How do you like turn out your legs into external rotation? And so I broke it down and just created this whole class based on those basics, included some of those fun ballet elements like berets or balancés where people feel like they're really like dancing and yeah. even taught them. Um, I themed the whole class around Swan Lake so that people could feel like, oh, they're swans and they're, you know, having these moments of just grace and beauty while they're dancing. And it was, it was incredible to see how people were going. I, I walked into the room and I really wasn't sure. I was like, this is either going to be like excellent and people are going to love it or it's going to flop because it's ballet <laughs> and you never know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was the first, everybody absolutely loved wow. it. And I, I kid you not, I had 50 people in the class, which I had no idea it was going to be this big. I thought yeah. it was going to be like maybe 10, 15 50 people. We didn't have ballet bars or anything. We're in just a conference room. And the joy you could see, it brought people. The like, even just having them stand tall and be in their bodies, like being like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. I'm having those ballerina moments. And 
even when you could tell like it had been a long day and we were right before lunch. So it was like, okay, let's, let's get this going. (laughs) You could tell people were still so into it where I had like, I had this 80 year old woman who literally like had to sit for a little bit, but was sitting and dancing and moving and working on like what we were doing. And so it was just, it was so beautiful to see the joy this brought to people and to see them have these aha moments of, oh, okay, I haven't thought about my body in that way. Or, oh, I haven't really done anything like this either ever, or maybe in a really long time. And it just the joy and like how you could see they were feeling was just incredible and just such a moment. So it was like, after this, I I kid you not, I went home. I was like, this is it. This is Onco Ballet. This is like what we're doing to help anybody in the cancer community and how I can truly give back to this community that I've been part of now for over five years, how I can share the gifts that maybe I've had in other lifetimes and careers, right? Yeah. Before everything. And, and yeah, this is just what I found was uh, how I was able to give back. And then it was like, after that class, I was like, okay, we need to be able to offer this to everybody. How do we offer it now? Also free of costs through, you know, donor funding or just support that way. Um, and it just, it really got started. And so we, we actually officially became an organization in October and then by, um, early November, we got our 501c3 status approved for nonprofit, um, things. And in that time, I also hosted two big or three big events. So one, I hosted a healing as one. So it was just like, uh, for breast cancer awareness month in October, Hosted this, just let me give back to everyone through a micro retreat, similar to the survivorship symposium. So we did the Onco Ballet class. I had a sound bath. I had yoga. I had snacks and food and just massages too. So people could just feel like very relaxed. And it's all about giving back directly to the patients or the survivors or whoever, because so much money gets raised for cancer, right? But so many times we don't see that on the ground. And it's like, how do you give people that experience and make them feel good and help them through whatever they're going through by offering some of these programs. Um, so I did that. I taught a class at Rush in Chicago, actually. So yeah, where yeah. you are. And then um, we did our first official launch party and fundraiser in Silent Auction, where we had a group of like 50 people all come together and support us and support our mission and see like what we were we're doing. Um, so it's, it was a very exciting start and now we're, um, yeah, we're just, we're in it. I'm actually, I now have a six week series that I teach at Hogue hospital. So tonight wow. is our third of six for our first yeah. session. Um, and yeah, it's just been great to really be able to work with people week over week and teach them more of those ballet fundamentals so that then they can keep learning and growing and developing on that. And, um, yeah, I have, there's so many plans in the works. We're working on a ton <laughs> of events coming up. Um, but I'll stop there if you have any questions. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's amazing. It's crazy how, how you said October, you guys got your official like nonprofit November status. Uh, it's only been a few months, right? That was October right. of last year. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 2023. And <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a few months, but we're just, we're, we're going it. It seems like there's a huge like demand and so many people have reached out to me just via social media too. And yep. been like, how can I help? How can I get involved? Um, so it's, yeah, it's also been great to have so many people that want to support this because they see the value in it. Yeah. I loved it. Do you have any, I know you guys are, are really fresh. Do you have any, um, stories of, of, 
people that have gone through some of your sessions and maybe what their feedback has been um, or their experience has been. And because I, 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 you, you see a lot of like the, the miracle stories where um, people can heal literally from kind of just having a stronger willpower, mental power, connection to body, what have you. There's examples for everything out there. Uh, but I, I, and, and since you guys are newer, it might still be TBD on some of those big stories, but I'd love to hear some of the feedback on the people that have gone through your courses and, and, and how their experience has been um, yeah. just in the past couple months of, of operating. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm glad you asked that. Um, funny enough, we just got a few testimonials because yeah. they're promoting the class at Hogue right now. And uh, one of them that really sticks with me is there's this one lady in my class who she wrote in her testimonial that the class helped her feel beautiful and that just standing stall, standing tall brought her to tears. Mm. And I remember this moment in class of just seeing these breakthroughs of even just giving people this space, this opening of, yes, please welcome, please join us in ballet. And this thing that maybe people have always said, no, no one else can join us. Right. Like it's, it's become this gate kept thing. And I'm like, no, I want to open this up and welcome it to people. And she wrote in her testimonial that it, it just brought her to tears and helped her feel beautiful. And the fact that she can learn something that she's always wanted wow. to do just made her feel so good inside. Um, and just giving this opportunity to everyone has really just helped them feel like, oh my gosh, okay, I do matter. My body matters. And like getting back into it feels good for my healing and learning something new and just being part of that. So there, the testimonials have been yeah. incredible to wow. see. Like people are just, they can't wait for the next class. I've also, I email everyone like a recap of the class every <laughs> week so they can practice at home if they want. But yeah, they're just, they're so grateful to have a place they can go to learn something new, to be also like in community with people. Like that's a big part of this is sure. You can go take an adult ballet class. There's plenty of places, but to be in community with people that get it, that you have this unspoken just bond with, even the second you meet them, you're like, yeah, you know, you get it. Like you say radiation. Yep. Same. You say surgery. Okay. I totally get it. You say chemo and fatigue and brain fog. You're like, I understand. So it's, there's something about having that community that you can yeah. move with and be in that the feedback I've gotten so far has just been like, they're here to stay. They're here to come every week. If they could, they're here to like do it as long as they possibly can, because it's just been, it's giving them that space to have time to work on themselves or feel those feelings that maybe they didn't want to feel during cancer or allow them to feel them and have time to then move through them. Right. Like yeah. maybe they have those moments of discomfort and a lot of heavy emotions, but then it's like, okay, they're letting that out finally. And then they get to move and express themselves through their bodies and what they're doing. So it's, it's been beautiful to watch and watch it unfold. Um, but it's, yeah, I can, I can share some of those with you too. Yeah. That's a, no, that's amazing. These are great. Was, yeah. It was amazing to see and just hear from people of just how it made wow. them feel. And you're just getting started too. And we're just getting started. <laughs> yes. We're, yeah, yeah. We have a lot in the works and a lot of events <laughs> coming up this year. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear about them. So the next topic is, is future yeah. plans. So let's, yes. let's hear yeah, what some of those, those plans, plans are. Yeah. 
So uh, most immediately in March, I will be going to the Young Survival Coalition Conference in Las Vegas this year. It's a big Young Breast Cancer Survivor Conference, and they've invited me to speak and also share the Anka Ballet class with everybody. And it's a really big conference. Um, I don't know the exact number this year, but I've heard sometimes they have like thousands of people there. Wow. So it's it's a big deal. And um, we'll be sharing this class and I'll do like my workshop style class with everybody and just share this with more people there. And our focus really this year is these kind of events in different states and areas because we do want to scale this so that it's across the U.S. Um, so later this uh, early summer, I'll be in New York City doing um, some events and attending some things, but also hosting a fundraiser and wellness event with Well Beyond Breast Cancer. So we're collaborating to share, you know, PT tips alongside ballet and how does this, how can you dance while also getting some of those benefits too. Um, so we're doing that. And then uh, Camp Breasty in the summer, I'll be there sharing the Onco Ballet class too, as just like a fun dance activity as well. Yeah. And then we have some opportunities to give classes in Seattle, in Houston. And then of course, California is probably where we're going to wrap up the whole year again, doing our healing as one event. Plus we'll do our fundraising event again. Um, so it's, it's an exciting year that's, that's starting, but a lot wow. of really cool things in the works right now. Wow. That's, that's a busy schedule you have out of you. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's busy, but it's it's very, it feels good. Like, it's funny when you're really in the flow with what you're doing for work or your side side hustle, right? Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel like work to me. It just feels yep. like I'm, I'm on the right path and doing what I should be doing. So really just excited to share this and, and give people the opportunity to dance and express themselves. Yep engagement so people that are listening mm -hmm. and hear your story and the amazing work you're doing how could they be engaged if they're inspired to uh i'd love to to talk about some of those yeah absolutely so with all of these events we need uh volunteers and help just running them so that's i would say first and foremost if you're in maybe one of the cities i mentioned or just see us um there's always opportunities to help volunteer help run events i had one of my good friends that we grew up dancing together she volunteered and she's like, whatever you need help with, I'm here. And I was like, excellent. And our first fundraiser was just like, I threw her in and she was awesome because it helps to have just an extra set of hands to help with setup, tear down, all of the things of running an event, answering questions, anything like that. So um, yeah, volunteers, we're always looking for volunteers to help us with events or just help with outreach and, and reaching out to people too. Um, of course, in the fundraising world, we um, we are just getting started and we're trying yeah. to provide all these classes for free. So we are actively fundraising every month. We're looking for, of course, people that are willing to donate or maybe have connections that could help us get partnerships or sponsorships or anything like that. So really just looking at that area, too. And we're also working on building up um, little Onco Ballet chapters in different states since I can't be everywhere at once. So, <laughs> you know, for those who are really passionate about helping us get this up and running, we're working on doing um, small chapters where they have essentially their own micro board, right? And they run it and they get to host an event. They can host Onco Ballet classes. We can make it happen there. Um, so we're really building out these local chapters across the U.S. too. And then coming soon, not yet, coming yes. next year we're building out our teacher training program because ideally I would love to teach this curriculum and everything I've been building with Onco Ballet to other fellow dancers or fellow cancer survivors so that they could share this in their local communities, at their local hospitals, dance studios, whatever it is. 
Um, but of course, that's that's a work in progress as we're still so early. But the amount of people that have reached out being like, I want to teach. I'm like, yes, please. Like, I would love that. Um, but I want to make sure to keep it still very like ballet focused, but also making sure we're making it inclusive. They know how to do modifications with the class because that's a big thing with this class is you're working with people that are maybe going through treatment, maybe just finished treatment, had surgery, whatever it is. So we have to be very mindful in how we teach this curriculum and even just how you teach some of the ballet um, steps and movements yeah. just so that people are, you know, feel included still. And that if we need to put some, like if someone needs a chair so they can sit and do the class, excellent. But let's make sure that our teachers are trained and know how to handle all these situations and also keeping the language inclusive so that we're making sure everyone feels welcome and supported and safe in this class, too. So that's something that's coming soon. We I've been working with my board members on like, OK, how do we build out this class? How do we teach it? How often do we offer it? All of those things. Um, but yes, lots of things in the works uh, coming up this year. Wow. Well, this is amazing. Uh, so people that are listening, get engaged, reach out. Uh, social media wise, you guys are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We'll share all those uh, in the show notes in addition to your phone number that you have and, and email address. So we'll for sure end website. Um, all that will be shared. So people that are listening, go down to wherever the show notes are on your screen and, and follow them. Uh, but Anne, is there anything you want to leave us with that we maybe missed or, or, or as we wrap up that you want to, to, to drop on us for wisdom? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, I, I really truly believe that ballet can be healing. And mm. it's something that I think we're just breaking the surface on. And as you've heard through this whole episode, we're so new and we're just getting started. And so volunteers, donations, anything you can do to help us and support us is so greatly appreciated. We're, we're working on uh, partnerships at hospitals, at dance companies, at local studios, wherever it is where you want to get involved and can get involved. We are happy to take it right now um, because yeah, we, we just want to see this shared with everyone. And our, our goal is to get as many Uncle Ballet dancers as possible. So, well, thank you again for your time and the amazing work you're doing. We're honored to share it and people that are listening, get engaged um, and, and reach out to Anna with any fo following up questions that you have. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thank you.